What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to Double Coverage. Hope you're still living, loving, and breathing sport. I'm Dom. What's happening, bro? How are you, mates? How are you? Good. I'm good. I'm good. Um, yeah, not not a hell of a lot, mate. Back into the swing of things. Um, not, not really much holidays for myself. So just operations as usual. And um, yeah, watching, watching the Lakers game in the background. It's 74-72. Uh, against Toronto. We'll see if we can get the chocolates today. I'll just chuck it on now. Uh, if the sound comes on, it's all right. Hopefully we get down for copyright. But um, let's see if we can get the win today. But nonetheless, the title states, we're going to look at the top 25, under 25 in the NBA. As we mentioned last week, we'll, we'll go around, go back, do a bit of research, come up with a bit of a list, um, you know, do with it what you will. This is our opinion on the matter and um, we'll, we can debate the fact and, and anyone in the comments, feel free to, to chime in if you wish, um, whether you think, you know, our list is relevant or right. wrong, terrible. You agree with it. Wrong. Yeah, exactly. No, yeah. It's your, you can have your opinion too. This is, this is why we do these things and it makes a bit of fun conversation in the comments. Um, Doma, without further ado, let us know what's on the agenda. We'll oh, well, top 25 under 25 EPL NFL playoffs wildcard weekend coming up. Just talk that, <laughs> excuse me. Uh, UFC is back this weekend, and then hobby talk. We've got a couple things in there, uh, not too much happening. Well, happening in the hobby front, except for one big news story that broke. But let's start with the top 25 NBA players under 25 years of age. Just a disclaimer before we do get into it uh, we at double coverage, as you know wholeheartedly put our hand up and say that we're wrong when we're wrong or if we let you down if we let you down. we may have given some advice three weeks ago which in that time even that you know they blew out the mavericks today uh john morant got injured tory's labrum uh in training and he's out for the rest of the season uh we did say when we disclosed gamble responsibly if john morant is healthy for the rest of the season that would make the playoffs. I went as far as saying they could finish in the top six teams. I don't think they'll make the playing, like the playing tournament. So no, no, uh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. My my thirty nine dollars is down the drain now that I put on the yeah. market at nine dollars fifty. It was it was good while it lasted, and um, they they were actually making inroads on on the records yeah. of teams above them uh, in that short time that he was back. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, couldn't stay healthy, and that, I mean that's the biggest part of the NBA. We see that all the time, you know. I mean, teams have literally won championships off the back of uh, opposition teams having injuries and not having you know star players out, and and um, you know it makes a big difference. Uh, so 
Yeah, look, it's unfortunate, but let's 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 hope he can um you know be good to yeah, go. Only next four season. games, four games behind at the moment. Well, if they make it, it's an absolute miracle. So they're still cutting, like shaving games off the teams that are ahead of them. But in saying that, yeah, who knows? Who knows, horse? Anyway, let's get into uh, the business of the top 25 under 25. Uh, you've got a bit of a list. You're going to get it started. Um, we've put this yeah, together. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. At the end, source. We've put it together. Uh, when we have a look at the whole list, we can make some amendments. If we think there should be an amendment, if not, that's it. We're locking it in. I'll create it on post, and then you can or tell us that we've done the right thing. Uh, but without further ado, source. Yeah. So, so how how are we going to do it? We've got it. We've got our list. We'll show that at the end. Uh, we'll run it back from twenty five to number one, um, and then yeah, go from there. I reckon. So. Very nice. Um, Let's start. We'll bring we'll bring up each player uh, on uh, the basketball reference. So we'll start with number twenty five. At we have Keegan Murray. Uh, so here we go. Keegan Murray, or oh, age twenty three, gets in there. He's at a he's at a older age, but he's got good size, good shooting. We've seen he can knock down 12 threes in a game. That's you know unbelievable. He's only been in the NBA. Uh, two seasons, I feel like, you know, he's obviously got that where he's he's, the, he's probably the third option on the team uh, in that starting lineup. Maybe could even be the fourth option. I don't know. You've got Harrison Barnes there as well. I don't know if he, who gets more touches. I feel like Keegan does. Um, but nonetheless, uh, he, his shooting's pretty good. 41% last season, 36% this season. I think teams have obviously caught on to that situation with his, with his shooting. Um he is able to, you know, put up more points when when key guys are out. So, um, he's averaged, you know, fifteen point four points this season. Uh, he round, he's uh, number twenty five on the list. All right, Very nice. six I'll... eight uh, shooting uh, guard, uh, two hundred three centimeters. So pretty pretty tall, to be honest, Doma for a guy that can shoot um, that well. He's a great player. He is. Uh, well, keep it up like that, Sauce, and you can just type in um, the guys oh, yeah. in the search bar, and we can just go further down. So he's 23 years old, 23 and a half years old. So there's a good piece there in Sacramento. There is some talks about them potentially getting uh, Pascal Siakam. Whether they use him as a trade piece, who knows? Um, we'll wait and see. Uh, number, next up at number 24 on the list is Jalen Williams from uh, Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, 22 years of age, 22 and 271 days. Uh, he is a 6'5", 195-pound power forward slash, slash shooting guard. Very versatile. Great defender source, this guy. Great Plays defender. Plays both sides of the floor, yep. Uh, which is great. He shoots the ball at this season. 10.2 points a game, um, four balls. Look at that three-point percentage. Yeah, improvement. 54% from the field, 44 from three, 83% uh, free throw percentage. Uh, he's killing it. He's playing really, really well. He's fit well with Chet and Giddy, SGA, um, Dort, all those guys. They are playing really well at the moment. Uh, in his last game, um, he shot the ball really well. He shot uh, – where is he at? 
from the floor with 17 points, 16 points, 21 points, 20 points, 21 points in his last five games. I'm just saying, like, I mean, with that efficiency, you know, understanding where to get his spots in the offense, I feel like, you know, give this guy more more touches, you know, give him more touches. I mean, at the moment, he's averaging 12.9 field goal attempts a game, shooting at 53%, 44% from three. That's amazing efficiency and – you know, His minutes have gone up too. Well. Yeah, min- His minutes, minutes have gone, gone up the is... last five games. Um, in those games, he hasn't taken – he's had an average of three threes in a game on average, I think, or two threes, I think it is. But he picks them well. Yeah, 30%, 100%, two from two. He went one from three, two from two, one from one, two from four, and one from one. So he definitely knows when to take the shot. He's not just going to jack it up for the sake of jacking it up, wasting Yeah, and that, that's so. what I like about him. He uses his athleticism, and he's very good at, at hey, Doma, you know what he's good at? The mid-range. What? When he gets into that area that uh... Kawhi likes to work with, and he can quickly, boom, do a little step back or pull up. Mate, he's lethal. I've watched him. When he dribbles left and he fades left, oh, it's nearly unstoppable. Like, I'm telling you, we're going to see a point in the future where Jalen Williams hits a game winner, driving, fading left, Mid-range money, right? There's going to be a game winner, uh, buzzer beater. So 100%. I can just, I can just see he, he's uh, got that type of uh, ability about him, and um, yeah. Next up, Sauce. Saucy wins his same game multi. He's a happy man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll take it. I'll take it. All right, next on the list. Uh, let me actually just double check. Uh, here we go. Next on the list. Update Lakers are up by a point eighty six eighty five. There you go. Very uh, nice. Next up, right. uh, Calvin Johnson Sauce. Uh, he is twenty four years old, ninety one days. Small forward uh, from the San Antonio Spurs. Now. This guy's very good, but because his team stinks and he's taken a lot of shots, he hasn't been the most efficient player um, throughout this season. I think it's safe to say. So he still shoots the he shoots the three at thirty four and a half percent, which is okay. It's not great. Field goal percentage at forty five and a half. Almost fifty percent. Not it's it's okay. His last five games, though, you, you can nearly argue argue the point with the age of Jalen Williams and his efficiency. He could potentially be a, above Calvin Johnson. I feel like you know with that little bit extra size that he's got, mm-hmm. um, and length, he's probably a little bit better defender than Calvin Johnson. So you could probably argue that you know Jalen Williams could be on top. Of well, Calvin there's potential Johnson. we could make that amendment once we finish this list. It could put him yeah. up. Jalen Williams so, could go up a fair few spots. So, yeah. So, look, I, I feel this. like, you know, it's a tough one with Calvin Johnson. Um, and it's it's tough with that young side because, you know, Pop is now put him to the bench and has Vassell in there. So, you could have been an argument to Vassell. Maybe could have made this list, but we haven't seen enough of Vassell to, to maybe make this list. Um, you know, look – Argue, arguable in this situation. He hasn't been the most efficient, but I feel like there's talent there. I have seen you know games against the Lakers where he's played really well, really real well uh, in those games, and um, 
you know, he's got the ability to to make big shots and, and make plays. But whether whether you know he gets that opportunity with the franchise, I mean, you, you hope that you'll see. You will see in the future. But regardless, he's number twenty four. Um, could get bumped down. We'll we'll see. That's to be debated. All right, next one on the list. This guy's got a lot of talent. Number 22, Anthony Simons. Uh, he's 24 years age. Obviously, uh, in Damian Lillard's shadow, once he get, was able to you know, come out from that uh, and, and get more possessions uh, last season, um, you had you know him averaging 21 points, uh, shooting you know 44% from the field goal and three, 37% from three. That was last season. Now he's up to 38%. Look, he's only played 14 games as he came off an injury at the beginning of the season. So he's just warming into it, um, Twenty, averaging 25.5 points, um, you know, shooting at 44% efficiency. So right on that same mark, aver- uh, shooting at 19 and a half times a night, uh, pretty much. Back back from what injury the last three games, Sauce. So he started off pretty yeah. pretty rocky the first two games back as you as you can see there both against Dallas 15 points and 6 points it went 5 of 16 and then 1 of 8 well, went 1 of 7 from last 3 game, 38 points then, and 11 assists yeah but you know he played against a lesser team in Brooklyn in that other one went to OT so as you can see there played double the amount of minutes um almost 45 minutes in that game Went 52% from the field, 50% from three. This guy's got a lot of upside. Mind you, like, we put him so low because, you know, time will tell with him. Uh, he can be very streaky at times, very inconsistent. I, 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 feel, I feel like it could just be the size factor, yeah? Like, you'll notice our list, we fa- we're favoring size a bit. And, and um, you know, there's only certain guys that maybe don't have that size that make it in there. But, yeah, look, it's... It's a tough one. All right, next on the list, Doma at number twenty-one is R.J. Barrett. Uh, is it is it unleash R.J. time? Because I mean, he put up what thirty-seven last game. Uh, he put up uh, thirty-seven against the Golden State Warriors in a win, um, and today against the Lakers, I think he's already got twenty points through three quarters or something of that nature. Um, I'm not sure. Stand to be corrected. I actually don't know. I can actually fact check that. I just, but I don't in a know second. about this guy, man. He's shooting it at the moment this season. Uh, he's averaging 21 points uh, with Toronto. Before, he was averaging 18 points with New York, but he was shooting at 42% from the field and uh, shooting at 33% from three. But since he's moved to Toronto, maybe the offense favors him more. Maybe they they seen You know, one thing I noticed is Toronto, I feel like they, they got RJ because they want that left-handed threat um, to go uh, working with their offense, whereas at, um, he's Canadian York, as well. Three, three left-handers. Um, so yeah, he is Canadian. So you know, it, it, I feel like it's going to be a good fit for him, and this could be this could be what he needed. This could be the unleashed RJ, you know, party, and you know, we see what RJ can do, and he can, you know, he could literally so. average twenty uh, six and five every night, you know, which would be a, I, I a, hope an he can. I, just, I think he's absolutely overrated, but I hope he can. To be honest. Well, Dommy, he's only really you know good. he's only twenty three. He's only twenty three, so he's on the younger side. Uh, he's a left hander. It gives it that you know a bit of um you know obviously there's more dominant there's more right handers in the NBA, so you know, the left hander is that 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 bit of difference that teams can provide. So yeah, look, I, I feel like he he makes it comfortably there. 
you know, it could, could be arguments he makes it into the top 20. But nonetheless, number 20 on the list is... RJ. Oh, no, sorry. Number 20 is uh, the Aussie. Josh Giddy. He should be at number Maybe. 17 or less, shouldn't he? Or 16. Uh, <laughs> this guy, but... Uh, Comes into Josh the Giddy. league at age 19. Um, you know, he's 21 now, so he's still on the younger side. Um, it would be better if you can, you know, his three-point percentage actually is not bad this season, to be honest. You know, 37%. It's the best it's been um, in his career. He only attempts 2.7 a game, which is which is good. Uh, averaging 12 points per game. But his minutes have gone down quite a bit uh, this season. He only averaging 25 minutes before. He was averaging 31 minutes. Um, but still... Um, you know, he's, he's averaging four and a half assists and six rebounds. So that's probably going to you know, happen with your, your lesser amount of minutes um, per game. But Definitely. still 21, still finding his feet, um, you know, can, can you know, I feel like with SGA there, it's, it, you know, he has to learn to play off the ball. But I feel like Giddy could be a number one point guard if he did get that opportunity. Um, and so, look, put him in the top 20. Let us know what you think. He's still super, super young. He's still 21, so he's still younger than some of those other guys that are that are behind him on the list. Um, will he take that next step in the next couple of seasons? We will see. You know, fourth, fifth season, um, sixth season, you want to see things coming to fruition. As they're getting to that age of 24, 25, you know, you want things to be peaking and then, you know, a good extended career, you know, till you're about, you know, 31, 32 you know, you're looking at that a decent 33, and then you'll get. I don't know how many people are going to be able to have that uh, log career like uh, LeBron. It's a very rare thing, so don't expect people to have a a prime that lasts 15 years. Yeah, I think you know that, that's just unnatural. 20 years in his case, um, so <laughs> it's it's pretty uh, unrealistic. So guys, prime might last six to ten seasons, um, realistically. Um, yeah, something in that nature. And some guys only peak for three seasons, four seasons of their whole career. Yeah. Um, so it, it, that's the reality of the NBA. And not all these guys are going to you know, end up uh, in the in the positions that, you know, some some guys now, uh, as you look back at their career, like, you know, the Currys, um, you know, LeBron, Durant, you know, these old older heads um, in the NBA right now. Definitely. Uh, right. Next one up, Source is uh, an injured player at the moment. Yeah. Out of, uh, right. There we go. Cleveland it is Darius Garland, uh, 23 years old and 349 days. He's almost 24 years old. Uh, shooting guard uh, slash point guard from the Cavs. Um, the last game he played was on the 14th of December last year. He had 19 points in that game. Um, since he's, since then, he's been injured. Based off of his stats, though, uh, last year to this year, his three-point percentage has dropped over 6%. Uh, he was shooting it at 41%, now at a 34-6. So it's dropped... Um, two point percentage has gone up. His overall field goal percentage, like just up. Um, assists were up, steals were up. I'm oh, sorry, assists were down, steals were up, turnovers were up by almost two a game. 
Um, it's just usage, usage rate, obviously their source. That's what happens. Um, but yeah, this guy is so good. He's got a lot of potential. We've seen how good he is. Agrees potentially that um, Donovan Mitchell might be on the trading block. Uh, if that happens, like it opens up this team to be his, like in the future with Mobley. And they try and build around those two guys. Uh, the rumor is potentially that uh, Mitchell could be traded to the Heat. Um, who knows? Uh, it's just the wait and see in that situation. But yeah, Darius Garland in 19. All right. Next one. Next one. Is one of your boys, mate. You love this guy. Chet, we put him in there, number 18. Um, obviously, seven, seven foot one. 216 centimetres. He's only 21 years of age. Um, so he's got that. His, his last game against Washington where he beat up on an absolute putrid side. He went 11 and 14 from the field, four or five from three and 31 points uh, on the season right currently. He's averaging 17.8 points in his rookie season, if you don't mind. Uh, 2.6 blocks. Three blocks. That's, yeah. that's what I love. I mean, this is showing me that he's got the ability to read the game, time the blocks, and, I mean, maybe in the future we could be seeing a guy that, who never know, I'm going to say an outlandish statement, he might win Defensive Player of the Year and MVP in the same could year. happen. This is a guy source, like, I, I like looking at the blocks, um, almost three. I know he's still a bit off that, 2.6. But I like seeing... 81% from the free throw line as well, Dummer, for a big guy. Yeah, he can shoot. Yeah. yeah. The other thing I'll say with the blocks is you always got to go to personal fouls. And he averages two and a half personal fouls a game. So he's not a, that means he's, he's a clean blocker, good defender. Like, you know, he's not just swiping at the, uh, the offensive player and giving away fouls. Um, he's very smart. defensive rating. Yeah, that so just means he that can pick and choose source. That means he can pick and choose Close his moments, sorry. which we like. His last five games, uh, the eighth, like Saul said, against Washington, 31. He had 17 against Brooklyn, 12 against Atlanta, uh, 14 against Boston, and 18 against Brooklyn. Um, but look at how many, but if you look at the efficiency in those all of those games, like I mean, you know, when he when he took 14 shots, he made 11. When he took 15 shots, he made eight. So that's 53%. Yeah, when he's he efficient. Shots, he made. Five, you know, like his efficiency I, in his last five games is all over fifty percent. I know, I know. Everyone's comparing this guy with like Wemby, and Wemby is in this list, and you will see where he is. Um, but I love the fact that like, everyone's saying Wemby's better. Yeah, okay, based optically, yeah. But you know, Wemby's like the number one option in that team. Chet Holgram is not the number one option at Oklahoma. Nowhere near. Like, Look how well he's doing. He was taking as many shots as SGA. He'd be averaging maybe 25 this season. He's averaging 17 now playing with SGA, 18. So that's the other interesting thing. You don't reckon he could score another three buckets a game? I reckon he could. I reckon he could easily average 23, 24. The, 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 the one uh, probably criticism I probably have on him is he only averages 7.3 rebounds for a big guy. Um, you know, probably needs to beef up a bit and go chase those boards a bit more. And, you know, he needs to get that number closer to nine rebounds a game, 10 rebounds a game, because, you know, you become yeah. a guy that's, uh, as we always say, 20 and 10. 
uh, and can shoot the three, extend the floor for your guards. That's an invaluable player. 2.6 blocks, could be three blocks a game. That's to me, that is an unbelievable player right there. So, you know, he event, you know, this is his rookie season, don't forget. Yeah, like we might see him, you know, re-reevaluate this list at the end of this season and then maybe halfway through next season and he's keep producing and things go up or in two years' time. I mean, he could be in the top 10 of this list quite easily. So, you know, things will change in the in the future. All right, Doma, without further ado, uh, we need to spend a bit of time on him. Uh next on the list is where is he? Oh. Jalen. Oh, can't spell. It's green. Jalen Green. Almost so, 22 years old. Um, yeah, he's, he's 21 at the moment. Rockets. Plays Born the on Rockets. February the 9th, 2002. So, he's... obviously, first year year in the league averaged 17 points second year he's averaged 22 points um but obviously he put up a lot more shots and this season he's averaging 17 points again but um he's taking less shots back down to 14 shots a game his efficiency is not the best um his three point percentage is okay but i'm not sure if you've if watched jalen green i mean his athleticism is what probably you know stands out um and you know his efficiency can improve um, but his athleticism, his first step, his ability to get to the ring. And look, Doma, I will say this here. You know, should he obviously put the size on and, and you know, work on his game and his bag and things, I think he could, you know, potentially develop into a Jason Tatum type player and he could become a number on one option on his team. Um, you know, he's got, the, you know, he's got, I mean, he's 6'4", but he's got the athleticism that can, you know, challenge guys at the rim. So it doesn't matter that he's a little bit shorter, only 193 centimeters. He needs to put on some size, a bit bulkiness, so he can, you know, bustle through guys, uh, you know, ideally. Um, but I think Tatum's a little bit taller than that. He might be 6'5 or 6'6 Tatum. So, but he's not, he's a little bit shorter than Tatum. But nonetheless, uh, Jalen Green uh, hits in at number 17. Thoughts on that, Doma? Um, 21. Yeah, we his, efficient, his efficiency is probably what hurts him the most. We missed someone on this list too, which we can talk about at the end. Which I reckon could potentially be in the he'd probably be in the top twenty at the moment, as well as his playing. He, he'd push up everyone, I reckon, a spot. Well, so we, we can, can do a readjustment. Him. We can do a readjustment. We'll, we'll have to do a readjustment because when I mention him to you, you'll say I reckon he should be in that at the moment, the way he's been playing. But uh, the next guy on the list, uh, Jalen Green's a great player. He's got a lot of upside. We've just got to wait and see how he goes. But next guy on the list is the, is a guy that's having a breakout season because he's now become yep. the out number two option on that on the uh, Philadelphia 76ers. He's a point guard shooting guard, and his Tyrese Maxey, 23 years old. Uh, he's averaging this season 26 points a game. He's up nine points from last season. Uh, his field goal percentage at 46%. The fact that it's uh, 1.5% less or 2%, sorry, less than his career uh, percentage when he's actually taking more shots is pretty good. Uh, his three's uh, gone down a bit, but that's what happens when you get more ball. 
Like you got to you take yeah. more 37% shots. Thirty-seven percent is still pretty good from three, especially some it's of the threes he takes. I mean, he takes threes off the dribble. You know, step back threes. You know, they're not just catch and shoot threes all the time. You know, on occasion he gets them from you know guys, but a lot of the time his threes are you know pull up step backs. Um, you know, off the dribble, they're the, the level of difficulty on those it's, type of threes is a lot more. Uh, in his last, in his last five games. Um, I'll read you his points and I'll read you how horrific he shot the three ball. And you'll be like, just imagine if he could, if he shot it at a higher clip at his percentage, at his average, sorry. So he had 25 against Utah. He shot 12.5% from three. He went one of eight, had 25. He had 27 against New York. He shot 14% from three. He went one of seven. Uh, he shot four of seven, so he went 57% against Chicago and put up 21. He shot 25% against Chicago in the back-to-back, 20 points. The game he shot 42 against Houston, he shot the three at 22%, two of nine. So potentially could have had a lot more points in there So as well. Yeah, averaging five and a half, 5.7 attempts from the free throw line as well. So it gets to the line a little bit. Probably could try to get that up there a bit more. Um, Almost maybe he has to be a bit more selective with his two. threes in, in occasion. Almost seven assists, which is pretty good. It's up almost yeah, four really assists good. for him. Rebounds are up for him, um, which is good. Uh, turnovers are slightly up, which is pretty impressive consi- considering I mean, the full use. That is impressive. Yeah, he's his field goal his field goal attempts have gone up by five a game. So, which is which is a lot of a game. So, hello global, welcome, welcome to the show. So yeah, this guy, I reckon he's a gun. Um, he's got probably well, arguably in terms of like dominant, he's got the most dominant big man in the league. As he's number one. So enjoy Joel B, that's for sure. Uh, next up, Saucy has number, what's he at? 15 from the Cavs. No. Evan Mobley. Yeah, number 15, yeah. Evan, Evan Mobley. Mobley. 6'11, 211 centimeters, uh, power forward, can play center. You know, if you go the small ball lineup, you chuck Evan Mobley in there at center, um, you know, averaging. Uh, on the season, 16 points. Um, Another injured guy, mind two. you, Source. What's that? He hasn't played, he hasn't played since um, the 6th of December. So another yeah, he's injured, injured player. At the moment. Him and Garland um, are both injured at the moment. Dommer. He's upside 16 huge. points. 10 and a half boards a game with yep. Jared Allen as well. you got Jared Allen there. So like... I know, he's... You a, know, he's Beast fiend, a board machine, like board fiend. right? Right, and uh, averaging one point seven blocks a game, uh, three point percentage. This is where you know he's lets himself himself is let down. He needs to be able to catch and shoot the corner three, or just pick one or two spots on the three that he can just run to and and spread the offense at times. Um, that's probably where he needs to you know uh, get better. But Doma. Don't worry about that because his two-point field goal percentage is unbelievable. You know, it's fifty-seven percent on his career and fifty-eight percent on this uh, on you know the season up until the point where he got injured. Um, so, look, a lot of potential 
only 22. Um, and yeah, obviously could be a defensive force and, and, and a great player to, for the Cavs. And, and as you said, they look like the Cavs might be going down that avenue of, um, you know, Mobley and Garland. Yeah. Potentially. That's what it's All looking right. like. Next up Number is Jordan. 14 on the list, Jaron Jackson Jr. Uh, he is now 24 years old. I think we're seeing, finally seeing the, the, the outcoming. He came into the league at 19. So, you know, it's taken time. Um, he had issues with, with fouling and things. But I think now we've seen uh, with, you know, when he can get the ball more, he can be quite, you know, quite good. He's shooting it on the season with uh, 15.7 field goal attempts. Uh, he's shooting at 46%, 35% from three. Um, he's averaging only 1.8 blocks. That's down on his blocks from last season. So last season he averaged three blocks and uh, was a bit better defensively. Uh, but he's averaging 21 points. And um, this is where I probably he's still his downfall. He does not go chase boards or get boards um, good enough, I feel. Uh, Mobley is better in that aspect, but then you've got JJJ is much better at shooting the three. Um, and his two-point field goal percentage is pretty good. And I'm not sure if you've seen him when he when he, he he's driving ability, his ball handling for a guy at his size is quite good. And he's able to, to get to the rack off the dribble. Um, so, look... He's improved. Uh, he's 24. He needs to stay at this level. He needs to go get more rebounds. Um, we could see in a couple of years, you know, should JJJ remain and Mobley might overtake him and you'll see that that change. Uh, you might even see Chet overtake him. Uh, looks as though it could be that way in the future. Chet might be, you know, a lot That'll better than happen, JJJ. Um, yeah, I feel as though that's probably uh, inevitable. Um, all right. So that was, uh, what number was that? That was number 14. All right, let's go to number 13. And it is your guy. boy, Dommer. Your boy, yeah, Dommer. He's my boy. He's my boy. For the, for the Miami Heat, Tyler, Tyler, Tyler Hero. Hero. He's 23 years old, don't forget. He's been in since he was 20. Uh, he's, uh, oh, he's 24. He's 23. 24. Oh, it's 24 in, in two weeks. So, or a in week two now. weeks. Right, there you go. So he's averaging on the season 22.7 points. He's only played 18 games. He was uh, injured for a period of the season, shooting 42%, a career high from three this season. Uh, he's averaging 40, uh, he's Good shooting clip. 45, 48, 46% from two, two point field goal. Um, he probably could get to the three throw line a little bit more at times. Uh, five rebounds for a guard, pretty good, and four assists when he's not a tradition, he's a shooting guard. He's not a, um, you know, point guard is being at time forced to play point guard. Um, I feel like he's more of a scorer. So, you know, he's obviously going to look for his shot. Uh, 19 field goals a game and, and 22.7 points. Pretty good. Um, you know, obviously, the Heat value him. And uh, I don't know, it'd be interesting yeah. to see what that what what you do. I mean, will you be able to – if, you, if you're trading for Mitchell, will you be able to keep Harrow? Yeah, we will. We'll get rid of, like, Lowry, Duncan Robinson. We'll get rid of all those guys. We'll keep Bam Butler, Bam Butler, Donovan Mitchell, Hero. We'll have. Uh, You're going to have to trade Jackers. You have to trade Jackers. Nah, we're not getting no Jackers, bro. Jackers is the GOAT, man. He's better than all those guys. Oh, shut that's, up. That's Mexican chocolate right there, mate. Jackers. I love that guy. He's so good. All right. So he Tyler Hero, he said, that, "Did you hear it? He, yeah, when he hit the shot on LeBron? He said, 'I can't wait to show my grandchildren.' Is that what he said? 
Yeah, when he faded on LeBron and hit the shot. He goes, that I can't wait to show my grandchildren. Yeah, he goes, I can't wait to show my grandchildren that that clip one day. <laughs> what a funny guy, man. What a funny guy. All right. Next on the list, number 12 is none other than the best ball brother out of them all, the youngest one, LaMelo Ball. Um, he is 22 years old. Um, you know, people might debate, oh, he's number 12, but I just feel like He's a bit of a chucker at times, um, you know. He's a bit, you know, at times he's a little bit of a chucker with his three-point shot. Um, he doesn't, you know, he, he, he takes at the moment when he was playing, he was taking nearly nine a game at 38%, which isn't that bad. Average of 24.7 points, um, you know, eight assists, 1.4 steal. So so pretty good. You know, his numbers are really, really good. Uh, I feel like he could be a little bit more efficient and, and you know, um, at times, his three-point selection is just, yeah, just odd, uh, to say the least. So, still a very good player. Might bump up the list. But why is he in that position? I feel like injuries could always be a problem in his career. Um, we've seen consistent injuries now over his whole time in the NBA. 51 games in his first season. His second season, the best season, 75 games, uh, 20 uh, in his last se- last season, he only played 36 games. And this season, uh, he's already missed, what, he's played 15 games and now he's already missed 15 games. Um, so, something like that. So, yes, I don't know. I don't know, Doma. Um, that's very, the only question. He's still, he's still a very, he's a very, very, very good player. We'll have to see. We'll, time, time will tell. Uh, let us know in the comments, you know, did we have Mallow too low? All right, above Mallow at number 11. I got He's this guy. The Detroit's Pistons finest, Cade Cunningham. Cade Cunningham. Mr. Sick of Age losing. Yeah. The number one pick. I mean, at least he got it done in the end. And he did put – it's funny because he did He did take the responsibility. You know, he's like, yeah. I'm going to put it on my shoulders. I'm the number one pick. And, and he and he has been carrying the load. I mean, let's have a look at his season. Uh, uh, what is his third season in the league? His, his numbers have increased. His uh, shooting mostly has all uh, his whole career. He's averaging uh, 19 field goals a game, uh, 45% from the field. Uh, he's shooting at 33% from three. So he could be a bit better in, in that. Um, and free throw percentage, 87%, only getting there 45 times a game, but in, averaging injured. a career best 7.3 7. assists, uh, one steal a game, uh, and is averaging 22.8 points a game this season on 36 games paid. Injured, played, in, but... injured in the last game too, Source. Hurt his knee, injured. played 11 minutes. If I'm the Detroit Pistons, I'm putting him on ice for the remainder of the season. Oh, well, you, you know, you, I mean, you, you, you make sure he's 100%. 100% yeah. before he comes back. You don't yeah. just bring or, him out. I mean, you might as well back, go for a number one ice. pick again and, and try to flunk out and get another number one pick to pair up with him and hopefully change your friends. Because he's got a lot of talent, man. This guy's actually a gun. He's very, very yeah, he, good. He's very good. Uh, and you, you'll probably see him further up the list uh, at some point uh, in the future. All right. Number 10 on the list. And I told you, we... Um, Oh, I'm David, indifferent on this David. guy. Oh, I'm so indifferent on this guy. I don't know. I'm... I just like the pace of the game he plays at. Yeah, I know. You'd in... love him. I'm... I, don't I know. love guys that play at their own pace. And he's... Look, mate, his three-point field goal has gone up 10% this season. He's shooting at 38%, yeah. right? He's averaging yeah. 20.5 points a game, 5.7 assists, and 8. 
eight rebounds a game for a power forward. That is unbelievable, Dommer. And he's 22 years old. Um, his efficiency yeah. is really good um, as well. Blocks 53% are up. from two. Blocks Steals are up. Are up. You know, everything's got a career up. high in his third year and he's 22. Um, good. I had to put him in there. He had to make him in the top 10 for oh, me. No. You know, ex- yeah. 36 game sample size, Dommer. And his last yeah. five games, other than a stinker he had against Golden State, uh, where they blew him out anyway. So he wasn't really. A lot of these yet. young guys, a lot of these young guys also going to have a stinker in there. Like, yeah, Kay Cunningham exactly. just looked right? bad. He had, he had nine points in one of his last five games, and all the other ones he had like 30. It just it just happens. You, you're going to have a stinker right. as a young kid. It's just yeah. But before before that, you know, before that, if we have a look at his last games, twenty points, twenty points, twenty points, twenty two, thirty, twenty, thirty two, twelve, thirty, twenty two, twenty three, twenty seven, twenty, thirty one. Like that's a big stretch of games to be averaging twenty points in your third season. Um, you know, where a guy where uh, you got you got. Pascal Siakam there. You had Ananobi before who were more senior guys, so they're probably going to get more touches, especially, uh, you know, Spicy P. He's going to get more touches. He's doing well. He's doing very well, Dom, if you ask me. So I've got him in at number 10. You, I mean, not I've got him, but we've got him in at number 10. You're indifferent. You could maybe push him down a little bit, but I um, fought for him to be in the top 10. Yeah, fair enough. I think after you've seen the numbers, I think you might have been persuaded. The next guy is so good. Franz Wagner, uh, this guy 22 so years old, good. out of Germany, um, you know, obviously got injured in his last game against Sacramento. So, and once again, another injured guy. But look, third season, yes. there you go, 20.9 points a game, 3.9 assists, 5.9 rebounds. Um, he is a small forward at 6'10". Uh, his efficiency is just off the charts. His three-point shot has taken a hit this season, um, unfortunately. So he's probably not taking the right selection, but his two-point field goal is, you know, top-notch. And um, I feel like his, his three-point was coming back to him a little bit uh, in that later games. But nonetheless, it wasn't the best. But he can be really good. His efficiency can be really good. He probably needs to tone, try get that turnovers a bit further down. But nonetheless, I think Franz Ragnar is a very, very good player. His efficiency is just off the charts. If you just watch him play, he just, he just doesn't take too many average shots, um, even the threes that he takes. And, you know, it's, it's, his threes percentage has suffered this season. But usually uh, they're pretty – the selection is pretty good. Um, maybe it hasn't been this season. That's maybe why it's down. But you never know. He's getting more touches. Uh, he is only in his third season once again, 22 years old. So Franz Wagner is in at number nine. All right, number eight, Doma. This guy here, we could – honestly – as crazy as this sounds, and this is a super, super high praise, but I reckon this guy could have been in the top five. Alperin Sangoon yeah, from, from Houston. Uh, this is, as Saucy said many, many a time on this podcast, this is the baby Jokic. This is what he said. He said it's Jokic light. He could easily um, be Nikola Jokic, that's for sure. He's out of Jirasun, Turkey, uh, 21 and a half years of age. Um, he was drafted by the Oklahoma City Thunder with the first round pick, uh, sent over to Houston. He's having an all time career season at the Rockets. Uh, his last five games 26 against Detroit, 30 against Brooklyn, 19 against Minnesota, 21 against Milwaukee, 22 against Miami. 
Um, rebounds, 4, 8, 5, 11, 11. Uh, assists have dropped in the last four games. They haven't been as high. Um, but his overall stats, his rebounds are uh, exactly the same as last year, averaging nine. His assists are up by 1.1. Uh, defensive rebounds are up by half. Um, where's he at here? Two-point percentage is around about the same. His field goal percentage is actually down, to be honest, source. And his three-point percentage is also down. But he's averaging 21.5, nine boards, five assists on 54% field goal percentage. He's three, as I said, 30%. Could be a little bit better. This guy, as a center, needs to – I know – passing the ball, uh, running the floor, getting a shot. He needs – my only criticism, he needs to work on those blocks. If he can provide that uh, defensive aspect to his game, improve that, he will take a jump to another level again. He'll be unstoppable, Yeah, genuinely, yeah. on offense and defense. So, Agree. Um, Agree. He's a, he's a very, very, very good player, and he's got so much upside. It is crazy. Uh, only 21 years of age. Only 21. He's a gun. He's a gun. All right. Unit number seven, Dommer. <laughs> this is where it's a big Z. Right, it's good. a big Zion. Unit number seven. People will go, oh, geez, I thought he was supposed to be the next LeBron, this and that. Well, we've seen he's not the next LeBron. Right? We've seen enough of him. He's nowhere near as good as LeBron. Right? He that's, was never going to be a LeBron. He is true, true what's his name? They used to play for Seattle. Right. Sean Kemp. All right, let's have a look. His last – let's have a look at his, his his season stats. So currently he's averaging 21.8 games on the season. He's played 30 games this season, uh, 58% from the field, uh, 33% from three, but he only takes 0.3 a game. So he doesn't even take one a game. If you really – if that's not even at 1.5 a game, then when you know, you're not even considering it or two, two a game at, on attempts on three. Uh, assist 4.5. Uh, rebound six rebounds a game, uh, one steal a game, uh, and half a block a game. Uh, Twenty-one point eight points. Obviously, he's trying to fit into that offense. Last season, he was averaged a bit more uh, when he did play, although he only played twenty-nine games. It's look, it's tougher to put him higher just because of the injury concern with his body. Um, there could be argument from people. You might put him lower. I mean, if you're if you're looking at this list and and you're you're a GM, you're looking at this list. You're going, well. You know, I could take any one of these guys to, to build my franchise around. Um, yeah, I feel like you know the guys in above him. You know, every every most most um, you know owners or GMs would choose the guys that are above him. So, look, he's still a very good player. Um, there's obviously still that the injury concern, which is the biggest thing, but we've seen what he can do. We've seen how dominant he is, and when he is on tune on defense, he can be really really good. But um, yeah, at times he's quite lazy. So, big Z Zion in, in in at number seven. All right. Domo, do you agree number with that? Six. No? Uh, yeah, number yeah. Six. He's dropped. He, he has dropped off. He's dropped off. Victor Wembanyama, the seven foot four, 224 phenomenal out of Le France. First round pick to the San Antonio Spurs. Uh, drafted last season, uh, last year in the most recent draft. He's averaging 19.3 points a game, 
field goal He's attempts a game, so only 44% from there. I feel like he takes too many threes for a guy his size. He needs to yeah. he needs to work on. They need to work on. Get him in pick and rolls. Boom. On the low block. He's that tall. High release. Turn. Just turn and shoot over guys for two-pointers, for 15-footers, for 12-footers. Like, just turn and shoot over guys. Get the mismatch. Boom. Turn. Shoot. And this guy could He's essentially just dominate the craziest like, the craziest thing about this guy because we're just going based off the last five games because of just the sample size here cleveland five blocks uh milwaukee had five blocks memphis four blocks boston one block portland seven blocks that's in his last five games personal fouls when he had seven blocks zero fouls one block, zero fouls. Four blocks, zero fouls. Five blocks, had five fouls in that game. Didn't get fouled out. Against Cleveland, five blocks, three fouls. This is the guy, in terms of efficiency, of blocking defensively, this is this is the model right here. He's a blocking machine. Once again, this is another guy, you know, he's in at number six, but, I mean, he could quite easily be number three, in the top three quite easily. You know, it, it's it, it's just hard because it's his first season, small sample size, 31-game sample size, and he's the number one pick. So, obviously, they're going to give him they, – they, they, they've, they've handed him the chest, you know, the chest of the franchise, the keys to the franchise, I should say. You know, so, of course, they're going to give him all the touches. It's quite easy. You come in there and all of a sudden you're shooting the ball 20 times a game to – you know, you still have to average that. But when they have that faith in you to, to take those shots and shoot it that many times a game, well, you know, you're going to average good, good points. But, but he, yeah. where Domo makes a good point is the blocks and the defensive aspect to his game. And considering he's a seven-foot-four uh, center, the most important position when it comes to defense, protecting that rim and, and in inside defense, I mean, he, he could be a phenomenon. He, he could be a, an unbelievable offensive player and an unbelievable defensive player. Much like Chet. He can shoot the free can shoot the free throw. Yeah, free throw is 79%. So you can't foul him late in games and all that sort of jazz, mate. That's what you want from your center. So Victor Wembanyama in at number six. All right, number five on the Here list. Here you go, the top five. We, we mentioned at the start of the show, Ja Morant, Glock Morant, also known as. Uh, he is in his, what, Fifth season, uh, he's now 24, so he's on that cusp. But we we knew by list. you know season season three, you know he was you know um, a gun. Uh, it is you know concerning to see first season 67 games, second season 63, you know third season 57, fourth season 61, and then obviously missed a bunch of games because of his absolute stupidity. Um, and then now, now he's, he's injured and out for the season, so he's only played nine games this season. So look, although he's in there. At top five, I mean, we've seen unbelievable talent. That that aspect of, of health and and you know longevity is is you know hard to see with John Morant, especially the way he throws himself around his athleticism. I, Doma, that three point percentage, even though it's only thirty percent, he doesn't take that many a game. Uh, I feel like if he doesn't have an, you know, he better hope that. He's out for the season. His injuries. Go, go, no, no, no. go see lethal shooter in your off season, mate. Yeah, I, yeah, I like Three that. Points. But he, he better not 
you know, a situation could happen to him. What happened to Derek Rose? He had all the athleticism. He had those little floaters that relied on his jump and hop in the center and all that sort of stuff, the spin move. Bro, very Derek Rose-like. Load of injuries, lost his athleticism, was never the same player, and we've seen what happened. So I'm not saying yeah. that, you know, that's going to happen to Ja Morant, but it's a danger. It is a danger. He loses that athleticism. I'm telling you, Dom, he's... he's his jump shot, he's, you know, he's not silky smooth jump shot like SGA. You know, it's not like that in the mid-range. You know, it's not like that. So I feel like, you know, he doesn't have that to his game. So he, he has to work on some things in his game because, you know, should his athleticism, he loses athleticism, he he, he could find him at a, a place in the NBA where he might end up being a role player and not a star. Um, should, the, you know, the that That's a fair, aspect that's of a fair show. take hold of him. So, look, still very good player. We've got him in the top five. Ja Glock Morant uh, is in at number five. All right, number four. This guy had a bit of Kyrie's a scare. Good. Thank God he's okay. Halliburton, 6'5", 196 centimetres, point guard. Ja Morant's 6'2", Thomas, point guard. You know, so you know what's got, crazy? Six, five. Jalen, they, they had Jalen Williams. They had, they had, they had. Uh, what did we had Jalen Williams marked at six five or something as a power, as a small forward. I mean, they've got him as a point. Yeah, guard, this guy's a point right? guard. I know. Point guard. He's averaging. You know, this season he's averaging twelve point five assists, twenty three points. Go on, Dom. I actually, you know what I actually did the other night? Crazy, crazy enough. I'll just because I'm, I'm just being astounded by Halliburton. Because I can score the ball, yeah. He's a bit different to John Stockton in in that um, as such. But that's the guy I looked at. I went to I went to John Stockton. Do you keep up Halliburton's um, stats there? I'll I'll just quickly get Stockton just to do a, a mini comp, mini comp. I think we can compare On, here somewhere. This yeah, you can. But I just want to go to um, so where's where's his what's this? He's what? He's one, two. How many seasons has he played? Third season. Yep. Look at the, the points he's going to be. Uh, he's uh, going to average more points than John Stockton by the end of his career. But if he plays as many seasons as um, John Stockton, that is. Uh, totals, assists. Like John Stockton's got way more assists, but just based off average. All right, he's one point a two assists less than thing. But if you can go to the season by season breakdown, I'm not sure if they have that. No, they the won't have it. You, yeah, you got to go go back. Just go back. Um, yeah, just go down Halliburton. So yeah. no, just go down. See here. Yeah, is that his per game? His season? How many seasons he played? Uh, one. Two, three. This is his fourth season. Fourth season, all right. So there's the assist. He's got 10.4 and 12.5 there, yeah? So Stockton, like, it's interesting, the trajectory in terms of, like, the assists. So Stockton averaged 5.1 in his rookie season, 7.4, 8.2, yeah? If his fourth season, he yeah. averaged 14 assists, Stockton. Yeah, Jesus. Right. Then 13.6 assists. Then 14 and a half, which is the most he ever averaged in a season, Stockton, in his career. 
And then it was all under 10 towards the back end of his career when he was 35 years of age. So I'm talking about back end. But for Tyrese Halliburton, in terms of assists, um, like his average almost 10 there, 9.6, 10.4, and his average 12.5 this year, which is mind boggling. Like absolutely absurd, man. So this, this guy's a gun. And he's one of your boys too. So I know you're happy about that. So global, where's Trey? Uh, unfortunately, 25. he doesn't make the list because he's, he's 25, mate. He's 25. It's under 25. Under. So if you're, if you're 25, like SGA, he's not on the list. The rest SGA would be up in the top five. Don't you worry about that. This show would be number um, one. It was up made it under 25. So if you're 25, well, Technically, it's uh, against the what we're the purpose of what the list that we're making. So, uh, you're unfortunately non-eligible. All right, so let's get to the top three because this is what everyone's. Uh, right, let's roll up. So that was Halliburton, Paris, Halliburton, Halliburton, number four. Now, number this three. this is this one's controversial because if you go look at other lists, they've got him down closer to twenty, but I have got him in at number three. Paolo Banchero, the 6'10 power forward. That's right, 6'10 power forward that can handle like a point guard if you've seen his handles, yeah? Unbelievable. He's massive on the court. Like, literally, because he huge. handles the he's ball, he's huge. huge. He's, in his, he's in his second season. He's averaged 20 he's points so in his first big, season, 23 bro. points in his now at the moment, right? Obviously, uh, Franz Wagner got injured. So in the last game, he had to carry the load at Doma against the Atlanta uh, Hawks. He scored I'm 35 points. His, bro, Four of seven from three, games, 57 bro. points, and 10 rebounds, Doma. That's right. You bro, heard that right. right. 10 rebounds. He's currently averaging 7.2 rebounds, 4.9 assists a game, 23 points uh, on 50, uh, 48% from two and 38% from three. This guy's an absolute uh, beast. Look, big, look at he's, his... But, he's 21. But but look at his last five. 35, 10, and 4 against Atlanta. 32, 10, and 11 against Denver. Triple-double there. 43, 4, and 5 against Sacramento. 43. 27, 12 board, 6 assists against Golden State. 28, 9, and 7 against Phoenix. Unreal. And he shot forty percent or more. Oh, well, he, he shot thirty-eight today. He had, he, had a, he had a stinker today, Doma. So he was due a stinker um, against. Uh, I'm trying to think who they played against. Who they played? So, but yeah, nonetheless, That's... Paolo Banchero. What are your thoughts on that, Doma? Num- number three for Paolo. I like him. I reckon he's very, very good. Oh, and it's the man, proof of the pudding. The proof in the pudding is where Orlando has been in the East this season. They were shit man, last year. They were. They were no good. And Paolo have brought that franchise back from the brink, and and they've worked out that Cole Anthony and like Cole Anthony's so happy to come off the bench and be the bench guy. He's another guy. He's under. I'm pretty sure he's under 25. We probably could have had him in the list he's based on just how good on the list. How good he? he how good he is list, just yeah. coming off the bench. He's as good as a starter, but off the bench. Well, it's, it's like invaluable. I mean, I think it's yeah. invaluable having those guys that can come off the bench and give you 15 points and 20 points when they go off on a night, 25. Um, but 
Yeah, look, obviously he's a little bit Calibre, small, yeah. so I, 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 I didn't yeah. really favour. He's a little bit small. He's not number one option, so I didn't really Benchero, consider him for the list in that. In that, but Benchero is a freak. So Benchero is number three. All right. Here we go. Number Here two go. on the list. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, we'll see. Luca the Don. Luca Don. Jeez. He's averaging 33.7, this guy, bro. Right. Um, 33.7 points a game. He came in the league at 19. He's now 24, so he just makes the list. Uh, and he's just a freak, man. 1.3 steals a game, 9.2 assists a game this season, 8.2 rebounds a game, uh, shooting at 78% from the three-throw line, um, 8.5 attempts per game, getting there 40, 56% from two-point field goal and from three, 38%, but he's jacking up 10.5 a game, which is probably a little bit too much if you ask me. But Luca the Don Doncic in at number two, and people are going to go, what? How could you have him number two? Uh, well, we do. Um, you, just because mate, you, you know, you know, Luca per 100 possessions averages 40 points a game. That's unreal. If you if it went based off of per 100, he averages he's 40. Just, his offensive rating is off the charts. I mean, to have an offensive rating of 120, that is unreal. <laughs> this guy's a joke, bro. Advanced <laughs> metrics, if you know you have to look into it, you, you can. Um, yeah, oh my days! That's, that's cracker. He's so good. I, I don't agree with you putting that too. Like we, we've had this discussion, but the guy that's number one, I, I can understand why. He, like if he actually starts caring about basketball a lot more, which we've seen that he has. Um, Anthony Edwards comes in at number one. Doma. He's currently averaging 26.8 points a game. His career best at 22. He came in at 19 as the number one pick. Longevity, Doma. Look at that. First season, 72 games. Second season, 72 games. Third season, 79 games. Hasn't missed a game this season. Or I think maybe he's missed one, right? I love it. I love it. Comes straight into the NBA. Instant impact. You know, uh, shooting at uh, 38% from three. Uh, he's on 6.8 attempts a game. He's shooting at 50% from from two-point field goal, 84% from the free-throw line, career-best 26.8 points. Uh, is also averaging 1.4 steals a game. And Doma, this is this is where it gets interesting, um, right? His defensive rating is 109, which is pretty good. Uh, Jalen Williams, who was a good defender, was 110. But I feel like he plays both sides of the ball a lot harder than Luca. You know, uh, yes, Luca is yeah, a bit yeah, of a liability on defense. Anthony Edwards can lock down guys on e defense. We've seen it. He's taken the challenge on and locked them down, right? Um, and he's got – I feel like he's got that about – like, you, I, I don't think in a game sense you'll ever see Luka Doncic on the defensive end saying, I want to guard that guy. You know what I mean? Like, in an essence of a game He's where, got the um, – he does have you the know, um, LeBron slash Kobe slash Jordan – Effect Anthony Edwards, he does I, in terms I, of like he, has it, that. he does have that. Whether he has it off the court to put in the effort and has the drive as those three, but Sauce and I have discussed this together that he's the guy in the league that actually has that mumba mentality, but he just doesn't know that he has the mumba mentality just yet. I think he's he's young, he's too busy worried about like he, he's obviously focused a lot on his basketball and he's improved dramatically. 
But I think he just worries about other things that young players shouldn't have to worry about off the court just because he's young. He's got a lot of money. You know what I mean? But I just think if he can mature up quick, smart. He's handled himself pretty well being in the league. He has. Like, well, you know what I mean? He hasn't done any lemon stuff like Zion, you know, get or called jar. the only fans, hose or jar, you With know, and, and other guys, um, you know, that have come into the league. So he hasn't really, I mean, yet to be, let's, let's you know, touch wood for the blow. Touch wood, he doesn't. Stays, I hope he doesn't. He on that team because he's got a great personality. And if you're talking about a guy to collect in the hobby, I mean, First and foremost, I will say this, Anthony Edwards, if you do listen to this or anyone who's connected to Anthony Edwards, you can pass this message on. Tell the bloke to get the fuck away from Carl Anthony Towns because that's going to help you first and foremost. No, I don't think he has to get away from Carl Anthony Towns. I think that Minnesota has to trade Carl Anthony Towns. Oh, He's the go. guy you got to keep. Are you kidding me? This guy's no, the guy can, you got to keep. No, you got to keep him. You if you're Minnesota, keep, you got to keep him as the – he's your franchise. He is your franchise, right? you got to build the, the pieces around you got to keep. So, yeah, oh, look, Anthony Edwards is in at number one. Ladies and gentlemen, that – oh, yeah, I like this one. Out that's of all these players, global. that's a great one. Who wins – well, it's been Luca for the last six years, but, you know, if Luca can get his team up into the top four seeds, he's going to average about 35 by the end of the season. If you don't win it, when do you ever win it, to be honest? Uh, what's you have to average? 40 in the season. I'll bring it up, the, the whole list. There it is. I've got SGA at the top, and, and you know, he's 25, and, and so is um Trey. So you could probably put Trey in there somewhere. Um, I don't know. For me, Trey Young would be – he'd probably no, be out of the top. He's, 20, he's 25. We wouldn't have him in there. No, um, I know. But, look, I've got, I had SGA up there at the top there. That's because he's my boy. But, anyway, this is the list when I made it, uh, sitting on the toilet. I think Lamelo probably – I think Lamelo jumps – Cade and Scotty Barnes, personally. Um, who else is there? Jalen Green, if we go down. Not much really changes in the top 10, to be honest, outside of maybe Scotty Barnes. As we said, Jalen Williams probably moves up Ma- a little bit, I reckon. Maxi, you can probably put him up. Maxi was more. quite higher on a lot of lists, but I, I just, you know, he, he's, he's, he's quite small. Um, you know, is he like the next Dame Lillard type, which, you know, Dame Lillard ends up being a top 20, 75 yeah, player of all time. Maybe He's struggling this season. Maybe Jalen Williams goes above Kelvin Johnson, potentially. Chet over Jalen Green. Garland over Green as well. Green's good, but like they're just having better seasons. The guy we did miss though, under 25 source. Who? Kobe White. Yeah, Since I know. He's been given like, the number one spot. He's been very, true. very, very good. He has been very good. It is he a small sample good. size, though. It's a small sample small size. Sample. I do understand that. If we revisit this list in 12 months, maybe if he can be consistent, we'll consider him. But that's a guy that yeah. um, we've left off. But there you go. We're an hour and six minutes into this podcast. That's the top 25, under 25. Now we're going to have to speed through everything else. Uh that's right. We knew that would take up the most yeah. of the time, but, but we'll, we'll, we'll we only hope be around you for a short little bit, uh, ladies and gents, because we don't want these to go for too. We don't want it to go for too long, so we'll keep it. Try keep it to an hour and a half. And we hope you enjoyed that, though. Time. So um, we, I'll put. Let something us know out. in the comments if you agree, if you disagree, what you what your thoughts are. We'll, we might revisit that, and we might think, post the I, original list, and then I think we, might we do put our list. Review. We'll do our list source, and then we'll once we post our list. We want to get the comments in from people. 
in the double coverage fam. And then we're going to have a double coverage family amendment list where you, as the people that listen to this podcast, think some players should have been. And then we'll repost that again, pin them both at the top, and we'll see. We'll compare the two Lamonds over here who think that's how the top 25 should potentially look. And then our great listeners that are going to tell us that we're Lamonds and this is where we should have put the players. So I think it's a bit of a nice activity for all of you guys as well. So you'll be able to follow those guys and where you've ranked them as an audience. All right, so let's move on. That was a lot of fun, to be honest, uh, looking at those stats uh, in depth. Let's go straight into the EPL. There's not much to cover. It's just the fixtures for this week, Source. All right. Uh, those fixtures are Burnley, Luton, Chelsea, Fulham, Newcastle City, uh, Everton Villa, Man United, Tottenham. Those are the games this week. That's all there is. Um, then the following week, we'll cover that. Uh, other interesting news in the football world. Uh, the GM 2.0, if you watched our story yesterday, I posted oh, this morning, I posted something. Uh, if you're not sure who the GM 2.0 is, that is Kylian Mbappe. Um, he's the owner of PSG said that he's got a gentleman's agreement with the GM, uh, a handshake agreement, but he will not disclose what that agreement is, whether it, uh, there could be finances and, um, you know, maybe a couple of brown paper there. bags, brown paper bags made by Vizzy because this guy here, Kylian Mbappe, he's Chris Judd 2.0. If you're overseas, you're not going to know who he's that is. That's Chris a guy that. That's a guy that plays in now uh, in in the AFL, play for the Carlton Football Club, uh, Australian Rules Football. He got signed to a deal, and he so he, so, he became a so called ambassador for the owner of the club's company, and was getting paid about half a million dollars outside of the salary cap as this ambassador. Uh, so he made a nice, healthy income. So as we know, there's the owner of PSG is a sheik that's worth a lot of money. Uh, he might already be on that billion-dollar uh, Saudi League deal, but just by his owner, off the books, so he doesn't get caught for financial fair play source. So he's got a lot of uh, armor cars coming up to his uh, back door during the week, and they're just dumping money on his back and doorstep. Ladies and gentlemen, FIFA will not say anything. No, nah, because if he, leaves, if he leaves the French League, the French League's finished. Yep. It is, and his brother, his brother just signed at PSG. He debuted. Yeah, for, he debuted for PSG, mate. I tell you what, he's gonna bring GM, the whole family, mate. The Kujidi, mate. mate. Yeah, he's Kujidi. Yeah, he's gonna have kids. He's gonna play with his son, like LeBron and Bronny. Well, LeBron's gonna be back in Miami next season, which I'm happy about, which is great because Bronny, Miami, Miami Heat scouts have been going to all these games, and they want to sign him next year. We're gonna draft him apparently, and as LeBron said, he wants to play with his son. So. He's going back to the east. He's going back to the heat, baby. <laughs> Global said next week the AFL twenty-five under twenty-five. Yeah, we can do that. Well, we can do that one on the lead up to the AFL season when it gets closer. On, yeah. Next week, you know what we should do, Source? We should do the, the 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 world football twenty-five under twenty-five soccer players, mate. All right. Put it on the to-do list. Mate. Number one. I'll give it to you right now. Number one, Jude Bellingham. Next. Yeah, that's one. it. He's number one at the moment. He's number one. So they're the fixtures. No Saudi league for a few weeks, so don't stress about that. All right, let's get into the NFL fixtures. It's wild card weekend source. 
we have. Oh, hang on, wait. You you didn't mate. Whoa. Before you move on, we've got to mention is... honorable mention. Our boy Timo Werner got a lone meal. Yes. Timo got a... super Timo's back, mate. If you're in the God's cardboard Tottenham, double, if you're in the loan. double coverage, t- uh, cardboard chat, tag him. He's in the group. He hasn't he hasn't uh, accepted to be in the group, but we've added him. But tag him, congratulate Timo in the cardboard chat group, and uh, <laughs> send all your regards to him. Timo Werner, mate, when he's uh, uh, he, he's look, I feel bad for some people in the hobby because they probably got absolutely fleeced buying up his cards about four seasons ago or three seasons ago when the hobby was also very very hot, and his cards were hot and selling for a lot of money, and we always just warn people he's coming from the German league. See what he can do in the Prem Premier League before you buy his cards. And uh, sure enough, now he's he's back in the Premier League. You never know. Maybe Ange can reinvent the bloke. Um, yep. They are, have I a range so. of injuries. So I can, oh, I I can understand like why he's, he's gone and got someone, you know, who's had some Premier League experience. So it'll be interesting to see him uh, in, in the Prem. All right, Dom, keep going. NFL. Let's go. Wild card weekend. Uh, we've got the Browns against the Texans uh, over there. Um, at the NRG Energy Stadium, uh, we've got Dolphins at Chiefs. Um, just spewing my Dolphins had to get the Kansas City Chiefs at Arrowhead. Uh, that could be the end of their season. Uh, we've got the Pittsburgh Steelers at Highmark Stadium against the Bills. Packers at AT&T Stadium against the Cowboys. Manny's Cowboys. Uh, Rams versus the Lions at Ford Field. Uh, and... and- Philadelphia Eagles at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers Raymond James Stadium to finish it off. The bye, of course, because they are the two best teams in the National Football League, go to the San Francisco 49ers and the Baltimore Ravens. So they will not have to worry about anything this week, Saucy. So that's it for the NFL. Over to you quickly for some UFC. So UFC is back this weekend. Um, Fight night. Uh, from 11 a.m. Australian Eastern Daylight Time uh, on Sunday. we It's uh, main event, Magomed Akinlev against Johnny Walker uh, is the main event, and the co-main event uh, is Matthias Nikolou against Manel Cape. Uh, that should be a cracking fight. And then you've got Jim Miller against Gabriel Benitez and Ricky Simon against Mario Bautista and Phil Hawes against Bruno Ferreira. So some crackers there. Um, so a good one to, to start it off. USC fight night uh, this Sunday, 11 a.m. So tune in on – it's a freebie. So it will be if you've got KO or if you've got ESPN or if you've got um, uh, VIP League. Um, you, you can watch it. So there you go, boys. <laughs> And also, don't forget to buy your roll clean soap. All right, while we're on it, UFC. Oh back. yes, uh, I'm I'm so sorry. That's okay. I've don't worry. That. It's okay. Nonetheless, make yeah, sure you don't head it. over to www.rollclean.com.au uh, and check it out and buy the roll clean soap. I need a restock, Maddie. If you hear this, I need a restock. I'm running out of roll clean soap. I'm running out of roll clean soap, and I'm stinking like I, shit. I'm yeah, telling I stink you, this, too. This, this this this. Crap you buy from the, the supermarket, it does nowhere near. It doesn't even make you smell good. It's terrible. Right? We need the it's roll terrible. clean. Um, roll clean number one. Into hobby talk straight away. Source, you've got a product that you've seen. You can bring that up and then we'll end it on um, some big news and we'll wrap it up. Yep. So, or, quick one. This is a quick, 
quickest hobby, one of the quickest hobby talks you'll ever see. There's, there is not a hell of a lot going on. There's the usual scandals, allegations of loaded boxes, all this crap, da-da-da-da-da. As our motto remains on this show, buy singles and you'll never be disappointed. Um, unless you're trying to prospect a player and then you lose a fuckload of money, well, that's your fault. But, you know, it is what it is. We all go there. It all happens. Uh, it's part of the hobby. Um, yeah, it's part of the fun, I feel. Uh, nonetheless, this is a product which is releasing 2023 Flea Ultra Marvel Midnight Suns. Uh, it's a 100-card base set delivers into Marvel's horror realm with a, a broadering superhero team, uh, taking a magical monsters and villains. It comes with art from mix of artists, number parallels, which switch up the colors of the character's name and set logo include blue, orange, red, one of one gold spectrum artist autographs are also available. So here is a little um, thing of the cards. There's Johnny blaze. you got the black Panther. you got some jambalayas in there. What's this one? Robbie Rears jambalaya. So, Something a bit different, um, unless, I mean, we don't really go over baseball releases on this show, but, yeah, there is a bit of baseball stuff that is releasing soon, so you can also check that out. And if you want to know anything in terms of where you find what is releasing, you just head over to, to Beckett or just Google Beckett. Or Cardboard uh, Connection, Beckett, calendar, Cardboard Connection. Just and head over there, there is, you know, a whole bunch of stuff for, uh, that tell you it is what is releasing. I thought this was uh, the most notable of what is releasing just because I, I don't collect Bas uh, baseball. Uh, there is some nice baseball products releasing uh, this coming week or two, so you can also check them out if you're a baseball fan. All right, that's it, Toma. All right, Sauce. We're going to end it on uh, this big one because this is the biggest news that came out in the hobby in the last week, and it was uh, the GM 1.0, uh, LeBron James, <laughs> uh, posted this. Greatness awaits. And it's um, a Fanatics contract. Source. There it is. The Tops. The Fanatics. The Tops. The autograph machine. Uh, let's hope he's uh, as efficient signing his autographs as he is efficient on the court. Um, and it'll be, it'll be good to I – mean, oh, look, we, we, we put, you know, the question in our, our chat and said, you know, what are your thoughts? Um, on Instagram and, and you know, some people, uh, you know, liked it. Some people were just, you know, not really fast, but I, I just like the fact that it was just that we hope, I, I think this is a good sign for, for people that can't afford LeBron autos and hopefully oh, they make him sign that. thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands upon thousands I of think, stickers. I so at least LeBron, they can make autographs of LeBron I think accessible. Le I think LeBron's source is going to be what Kobe Bryant was to Panini, obviously prior to the tragedy that occurred. But, yeah. you know, like that was yeah, whatever I wanted in every product was if you could get a LeBron auto and, you know, Kobe autos were worth money. Obviously, they went up in price when he passed away and people were trying to inflate the prices and do whatever, but... Obviously, the, the market itself for LeBron Auto should drop dramatically once it starts getting saturated in the next four years. There's going to be a lot of LeBron Autos out there in four years' time, right? A lot. A lot. And he's going to sign Miami cards, Cleveland cards, Lakers cards, 
Like, it's going to be mental. Mental, mental, mental. I'm telling you. You're going to get patch autos. You get that triple man, that triple logo man could potentially be a triple logo man auto. Like, you could get anything. They can do anything and they'll do everything that they've always wanted, that everyone's always wanted with Panini but couldn't do, but came out with an unlicensed product in Upper Deck. Like, for the NBA. Like, you're going to get everything you've ever wished for. And it's never too late because it's an auto. Whether he signed it while he was playing for Miami, you know, like a Miami card, doesn't really matter. Outside of his rookie cards, which were licensed cards, who really cares where the autos come from now? Like, if it's in a licensed product, I mean, like, you shouldn't care. Same with Kobe's. You were hitting Kobe's once he retired and everyone was losing their shit. Like, this is unbelievable. You'll be able to get, like, the... I know people with a lot of these Kobe cards, like, you know, Kobe cards where he's holding the Larry O'Brien trophy, bro, and he's got an – it's like an auto, like nice picture cards. you would be able to do all that stuff now with the LeBron auto on it. The difference with those Kobe ones, though, uh, Fanatics, if you're listening, is uh, they were on card. So don't ruin the beautiful picture of LeBron with a sticker. Actually get him to sign the card. That's just the advice I'm giving you. So – I reckon it's great news for people that have always wanted a LeBron auto. All I'll say is if fanatics are not sending out a representative to his property or meeting him somewhere in a hotel room or something and setting up a signing session so they can do that stuff with him in person. You can get Bronny you know, to sign it. Who cares? As long as there's a... <laughs> That's what they're going to do. They're going to do the dual auto, mate. Bronny. Mate, they call him Bronny, but his name's actually LeBron James Jr. It's still LeBron James. Like, his card doesn't say LeBron James Sr. It just says LeBron James. So it doesn't matter who whoever signs it, signs it. So oh, that's funny. That's funny. Do you reckon that if he if he does play with Bronny, he would actually put on his on the back of his top, it, it would say James Sr.? I reckon he would do it. I cool. reckon he would do it. I like it. Put and Junior then it'd be, it'd be James Jr. That'd be pretty sick. Yeah, but it, it's awesome. There's so much scope for it. Hopefully they don't stuff it up. That's always the thing that you worry about in just in general. But the playbook's there, Fanatics. Just copy every design that Panini did for, for well, in terms of like, not design because obviously copyright, but in terms of their ideas and with like art artsy types of cars that I did with Kobe, just follow the exact same thing and do it for LeBron. And everyone will love it because all those Kobe autos, everyone love them. Like they just look so good. So yeah, there's potential for 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 tops of fanatics to do like what is the obviously the Panini one-on-one set, which is a really nice set. It has the imagine. timeless moments oh, in it. Just oh those. man, think about that type of set. For tops fanatics with the LeBron autos, I'm just imagining oh. it right now. I mean, they're going to sell for an absolute mint. I'll, I'll never be able to afford one, um, but I'm just hoping. As I said, I'm hoping that there's a point where they're flooding the market with products, and you got you know, let's just use a crap product from Panini, for example, or you know, a Chronicles, even just one, hoops, a hoops, because because um, you could get Kobe autos and Don Russ, a Don Russ, like. You know, if, if Fanatics is making that sort of thing and then whacking a LeBron sticker auto on it, that's fine. That's nice. That's good. Because, that's good. you know, that's affordable. It's an affordable product. You know, kids will be able to afford it. There's a chance that, you know, kids in that, even myself, can hit a LeBron auto. Oh, I'm telling you what, you're going to 
product is going to fly off the shelves. It'll sell itself. And then they've got the exclusive rights to the Wemby Autos as well. So no Wemby Autos in, in products this coming season with Panini. You know that, right? Jewel LeBron, Wemby Autos. People love to have that stuff. It's, it's exactly like getting a Jordan LeBron Auto. Jewel Auto. People will be frothing that stuff. You can now get Zion LeBron Jewel Autos. Not that it's going to mean much with Zion, but you know what I'm saying. Like, Yeah, I don't think it will. But just imagine Zion coming out of college. This is the second coming of LeBron, and there was Jewel LeBron Zion Autos. He had rookie cards. Jewel Autos with LeBron. Just imagine how much they would have sold at the peak of the, the height of the hobby. Man, he's bloody Those days are gone, like, Loma. Yeah, long, no, but his prison days. cards were going for a freaking small fortune. PSA days were going for a thousand. It was a nothing card. Just imagine if he had a jewel auto with LeBron. Oh, man. Oh. It's crazy. Anyway, on that note, that's great news for people in the hobby. LeBron signs with Fanatics. Uh, on that, that keep living. News. I'm happy with that. Loving and breathing sport. I'm Don with the Great Man Source. It's double coverage and peace out. Peace out. Till next week, ladies and gents. Thank you for tuning in. Please don't forget to leave a review on the Apple Podcasting app. Also, follow us on socials, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. Talking old spots. Double curve.